Well, before we get started, I want to play for you the coolest review. This is from Cosette, and she's going to reference a previous episode that I did with the help of several other top podcasters sharing with you specifically how to pitch yourself for any podcast. The tips in that episode, I'm so glad that I wasn't the only one that was just blown away by how forthcoming and honest each of the guests were about what it takes to get on their show or what it takes to get them on their show. All right, here's Cosette. And by the way, if we happen to read your review, if you hear your review on either Build Your Tribe or The Shaleen Show, reach out to us because we have got some really cool prizes that we want to give to those of you who end up being featured on the show. So Cosette, be sure to reach out to us. All right, here's Cosette. Hey, Shaleen, I just listened to your episode on Build Your Tribe about how to send the perfect podcast pitch. And oh my goodness, it's so good. I paid a lot of money to take a class on how to pitch partnerships on podcasts. And what I learned in your episode was phenomenally more helpful. (laughs) So thank you so much. Love your podcast. And I really do appreciate you. Thank you. If for any reason you did not get to hear that episode, I will link to it in our show notes below. It was super valuable. And not just for those of you that are trying to get on podcasts, I think you could take the same information that my guest shared in that episode and you could apply it to getting yourself on stages. Like let's say you want to be a speaker. Same rules apply. Now for today's show. Welcome to Build Your Tribe. I'm Shaleen Johnson. And my name is Brock Johnson. And we know your time is valuable. So every Tuesday, we release an episode loaded with quick tips designed to get you in and get you out. All right, mom, this one's all you. Hey, listen, I know you're short on time, so I'm going to get to the point. In the interest of saving you time, I'm going to share with you the exact checklist that you need to make sure you need to make certain you're doing these things or you make these changes immediately if you're actually trying to grow a business and leverage social media to do that. Notice I didn't say use social media to sell, but social media is a key component to leveraging your brand, leveraging your business and making an impact. So I'm gonna go through this quick checklist. I also recommend, however, that if you don't understand why I'm making some of these suggestions, you need to go back and listen to some previous episodes because A lot of what I'm going to share with you has been discussed in previous episodes, but now I'm just giving you the checklist. So if you're an avid listener of Build Your Tribe, you're going to be like, okay, cool. Now I can just kind of go through this list mentally and make sure I have these pieces in place. Number one, fix your name. Your name ideally should be you, your name or some version of your name. If Steve Smith is not available, well, then you might want to choose the original Steve Smith, the original Steve Smith show, Steve Smith TV, Steve Smith loves you, like whatever it is, like, but it should have your name, some version of your name in there. But if you're not trying to build your own personal brand, if you're trying to build, let's say, awareness for your in-person nail salon or your real estate company, whatever it I still don't understand why you wouldn't brand you. But nonetheless, let's just say if you are just promoting your business on social media, then you need to use a unique name that people can remember that helps you to stand out and isn't like all the other 90, 11 million other people who are doing what you do. 
If you're a life coach, take a look at what all the other names that all the other life coaches are using and don't use those. Use something unique, something that you could trademark, something that people will remember, something that people can spell, something that people can tell their friend about, and it's easy for them to remember it, which it's not going to be easy if it's just like everybody else's name. Your name matters. Bottom line, ask yourself this, does your name make an impact? Can people remember it or does it pigeonhole you? Let's say hypothetically you're a Beachbody coach, right? That's a network marketing organization. Let's say you're a Beachbody coach and your absolute favorite program to sell people is insanity. Well, it's going to pigeonhole you to have your account be called Insanity Tina because at a certain point, Shanti is going to come out with another program. And now here you are, you have pigeonholed yourself as this program that came out however many years ago. You see what I'm saying? Like you want it to be something that's broad enough but makes an impact and doesn't pigeonhole you. Next, please address your bio. Your bio should tell people specifically what you do and how you do it. An example of not being specific enough is a bio that says, I help women to be confident. How? How do you do that? Are you a makeup artist? Do you coach them on their vocal quality? Are you a life coach? Do you do online Skype sessions and help people break through the traumas of their past? Like, how do you help people with their confidence? Do you do that through nutrition? If you're a healer, how do you heal people? Is it online? Is it in person? Like, you need to be more specific because the average person, they have no clue and they need to know like, okay, well, if I want to take this to the next level, A, what does this person offer? And B, How is it they do these things? So what it is you do and how it is you do it. Number three, put someplace in the bio how people can get in touch with you. Y'all, this is my pet peeve. I can't tell you how many times I've tried to connect with someone to either have them on my podcast or to do business with them or maybe to connect them with somebody else. Like there's this cool opportunity. There's a way for them in this moment to monetize, but they've made it too difficult. It's almost like a store that has no cash register. So you're wandering around going, this is some cool stuff. I'd love to buy all of this, but there's no one here on the floor. There's no salesperson here to help me check out, to complete the transaction. Examples of what I mean are give people your email address. Have a link tree, which is a place where you can, and I'll put a link to the link tree below in our show notes, but link tree is a place where for free, you can create a series of links. Like, let's say you're like, well, I don't know what link to put in my bio because I've got my network marketing products. I also have my own Etsy store, and I also want to help the people that I work with in person. I want them to be able to have a link to my calendar. You know, So you've got like more than one link. Well, then you want to use what's called a link tree. And it's wonderful. It just looks super professional, and it's a really easy way for you to drive people from your post to monetize. If I see one more person copy and paste a long link into their caption, I'm going to rip off my lash strips. Like it drives me freaking crazy. I'm like, hello, hello. Do you not know that's not clickable? And it's certainly, you can't even copy and paste it. So it's super inconvenient and super annoying. And you know what it tells me? It tells me that this person doesn't care about my experience because that's super inconvenient. That's just not the impression that you want to give people. So make it really simple for people to understand how to get in touch with you. 
at a bare minimum, you could at least say, DM me if you have any questions. But it feels much more personal and more intimate when we take people off of Instagram and give them a way to reach us outside of our DMs, right? It feels like everybody can DM you. But when you're listing your email address or a phone number, a specific link, or a place where they can actually call you or get in touch with you, like that's next level. Next, pull up your profile on either Instagram or Facebook and take a screenshot of it. Take a screenshot of what the a new person, a new user is seeing for the very first time when they creep up on your Instagram page or they creep up on your Facebook page. Like, So what you're seeing is like basically a grid of your most recent videos, photos, and posts. When you just look at that, now for a second, remove yourself from the equation and really imagine that you are someone who does not know you. What impression are you giving people? What message are you sending? When you look at that content, when you look at a snapshot of it, can you see how that would be incredibly valuable to someone else? Remember, this isn't your mom or someone who knows you, a complete stranger who's your ideal avatar. Are they able to quickly glance and go, oh, I can see what this person's all about. Okay, then your next step is to go a little deeper and click through your last three or four posts and see what your captions say. Because if your captions are not valuable and useful and educational and or motivational and or inspirational, if your captions aren't serving your target audience, if you're just going for likes or you're just trying to get something up real quick because you couldn't think of anything else to post, you're not going to maintain new followers. You're not going to attract them, number one. And if for some reason they do check out your profile, they have to understand like, what's in this for me? You standing with your arm around your best friend or you talking about how you've had a really tough week and you're tired, blah, blah, blah. Like, I understand the occasional vulnerable post, but how is that helping other people? It's not unless you're telling people what you're doing about it and how to get over that. And I'm not talking about just like some cheesy motivational phrase. Like you need to deliver nowadays in social media. If you want your social media to monetize, you need to deliver. We need to stop talking about how the algorithm is working against us and recognize that we are working against ourselves by putting out content just to put out content and thinking more about the likes than serving our audience. Forget about the likes. All right, next up is every so often you've got to explicitly in your caption tell people what you do and how you do it and how they can work with you. Now, this is not sales, so you don't want to give them all of the details. Ultimately, the goal of this type of post is exceptional copywriting, and exceptional copywriters know that they've got to create curiosity. Curiosity is what leads to a relationship. Curiosity leads to questions. You want to write a post that explains to people, like, here's what I do. Here's how I do it. This is why this is important to me. And here's who I'm looking for. So that that person can, like, raise their hand and go, yeah, you're looking for me. You want them to ask more questions. You want to create a desire in them to align with you. And you've got to do that ever so often. I know what you're thinking. Well, yeah, but that's in my bio. Or they could watch a webinar. It doesn't matter. You have to remember, get into your own head. Think about the last time you stumbled upon someone's page that looked remotely interesting. You did exactly these things. You looked at their username. You might have glanced at their bio. 
you probably took, you know, the whole page in general, you took it in, looked at the different types of posts that they did. You probably clicked on one or two different posts and you read their comment or their caption underneath it. And maybe if you were lucky, you got a sense of who they are. But if it was enough to create some curiosity and to go, oh, you know, I kind of align with this person, you're going to read a few more and you're looking for, okay, so what is it that they do and how is it that I could work with them? How could I align with this person? How could they help me? So from time to time, you've got to create that kind of post. And last but not least, you got to change it up. If you are creating the exact same type of content over and over and over again, it becomes white noise. I ask you to think about your own likes and dislikes when it comes to social media. Think about the pages where you land on them and it's so perfectly curated, it almost looks like a tic-tac-toe board, like every other post is a quote card and then every third post is pink and white and then every fifth post, and you can just see the pattern. And that used to be really cool. It used to be really attractive and we were like, wow, look at this person. They really got some great branding going on. I don't know about you. I'll just share my own beliefs. When I see that now, I think this is someone who is really carefully curating a look, and they're far more focused on a look than they are serving. That's just my personal opinion. Like they're way more into the aesthetic that they're creating as opposed to really delivering content that matters. I am not suggesting that you don't pay attention to good aesthetics. You want great lighting. You want great photos. You want captivating videos, but they need to be legit. They need to be authentic. And I personally... I'm kind of more turned off by those overly curated, formulaic pages that are so overly branded that it just doesn't feel real. All right, that's it. That is your checklist for today. You want to make sure all of these things are in place. If, in fact, you would love to see your social media be leveraged so that you can monetize with social media. Remember, we don't sell on social media per se, but it's how we drive impact. It's how we make an impact. It's how we drive our customers, our followers over to some other location where they move from being followers to customers and ultimately lifers. All right, that's it for today, except I've got one extra bonus tip for you. If you haven't already, you want to download our most recent Instagram report. It's going to share with you all of the research and case studies that we've done specifically around Instagram so that you know like how much has changed in the last 90 days. We update this every 90 days. We could sell this report. It is so thorough. It is so dope. It is so extensive and it's so helpful. Like we've had so many people tell us that they've had dramatic increases in their engagement and their number of followers and just kind of an understanding and actually learning to love Instagram again. So you can grab your report by going to shaleen.com forward slash IG hacks. All right, that is it for today. It is my goal. It is my mission to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun and then be done. Ladies and gentlemen, do not miss Thursday's edition later this week of Build Your Tribe because we're going to talk all about the biggest mistakes people are making with their usernames and the two different types of usernames you need to have. All right, see you Thursday.